Well, it is party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. We're in the Mothership Studio 22. It is Wednesday hump day, and it's our first episode of the week. Um, I've kind of been busy doing some stuff. So uh, thanks to thanks to the Puppet Master Mark and Chris Cruz, Super Mario Chris Cruz over there at the helm uh, for uh, taking care of some re-airs over the last uh, few days. What did we do? We did... So we... The last time we talked on this show was what Tuesday of last week, because we weren't okay. So I was busy, <laughs> had some things going on, um, and I will talk about that. I uh, want to get you caught and up to date, and uh, get you caught up on everything, because a lot has happened. A lot has transpired in the last week. Uh, things that I'm pretty sure most of you know about, but I'm going to give you an insider look on some things. Uh, let's see, first of all, uh, and I'm going to tell you more about this later on in the show, but we're almost ready to start the, uh, Chad overtime. Okay. Blaze TV. You're going to have to get it as a subscription only. You're going to have to be a subscriber to blaze TV. Uh, this is going to give me an opportunity to sort of get back to the podcasting roots, if you will. And, uh, it's a free for all and, uh, kind of, kind of chunk the, chunk the, uh, chunk the uh, clock out the window for a minute and and just get free get real liberated to talk to you guys on some things uh without having to you know take the commercial breaks and, and those kind of things so if you just can't get enough you can go to chadnude.com or you can go to blazetv.com slash chad but use promo code uh more chad and get your uh percentage off get your discount but uh anyway we had a we had an election in texas yesterday it was the primary election. Um, I'm, I'm discouraged in some ways, encouraged in others, disgruntled in many. Uh, and it wasn't, because, it wasn't because I, quote, lost. I, I don't see what I did as losing at all. Uh, in fact, as I said early on, and this was not just word games, it was a win-win for me no matter what. No matter what. Um. Uh, I was able to, in the, in the Texas state primary gubernatorial election, 2022, I was able to pull uh, 4% of the vote, 4%. I was anticipating, Mark, what did I say to you, 5 or 6? I was anticipating about 5 or 6% of the vote. Um, I appreciate the optimism. I really do for many of you. But all along, I've sort of pr predicted about 5% of the vote. So we got close to that. Um, what I did not anticipate was what happened with Greg Abbott. I did not anticipate a 68% uh, vote for Greg Abbott. In fact, I thought he was going to be in a runoff. Uh, my conviction, my conviction, uh, and don't read into any more than that. It's just my conviction. I felt like it was going to be a runoff between um, Greg Abbott and, and Alan West simply because Alan carries a lot of political celebrity behind his name, all right? And I just thought there was gonna, he was going to manage to get him into a runoff. I thought they were going to get, you know, Abbott. I thought Abbott would pull about 48% of the vote. Um, I, it was, and it was a neck-and-neck neck showing between Allen and Don Huffines. Uh, they were virtually the same. I think when all the numbers were counted, Allen got, I don't know, maybe 20,000 more votes. I'd have to go back and look. But neck-and-neck. And, neck. and a lot of money was spent. I know that by those campaigns. Not by me. And that's why I say this, this is a beautiful day in Texas for me personally and what we did. 
it's not a beautiful day for the outcome of this election. And I'll talk some more about that in a minute. But for me personally, it was a win-win because, one, comparatively speaking, we, we virtually spent no money. No money. Uh, we would not accept any large donors. We wouldn't take any large backers. We had no, virtually no endorsers, no big-name endorsements out there. We had a lot of good, faithful, grassroots folks who endorsed what I was doing. We had some very big people in Texas politics that voted for me. Uh, I got some phone calls last night. There was some. There was a lot of people out there. You'd be surprised. Uh, <laughs> I, I wish I could. I wish I could. But we had a ton of support from elected officials. Um, got the votes of a lot of elected officials, and you know their reasoning was always the same. They said you were doing it for the right reasons. Uh, now the right reasons don't win. They don't win. Uh, the grassroots guys, they, they tend to not win. They don't get attention. Um, I'll say more about that in a moment as well. Uh, but I did think I, that was surprised by that. But so 4% for me, I've never been more proud of 4%. Like I've never been more proud of 4%. What we were able to do through me running and 19 months of this campaigning is we were able to expose the things that are happening politically in Texas on a national level just by running my mouth, not spending a lot of money. You know, Chris, I think we spent maybe $300,000. Maybe. In what way? Maybe. Just just random things, just, you know, signage okay. and promotions and marketing. Um, and everybody still said it wasn't enough. You know, people kept saying, we don't see your signs out here. We don't see your signs out here. Well, <laughs> we had, you know, Allison, everybody knows Allison, and Sarah Fields, and CJ, and Rachel, and Lori, and oh my gosh, I'm going to leave people out, James, and, and then people like Cooper Wade, and Susan Hickman, and Jeff Canada, you know, they showed up and contributed their time on Sunday to, to give music, you know, to, to, at fundraisers and stuff. Then there was, um, of course, Steve Powell, Party Foul Steve, and Steve Helms, and uh, Ben McPherson, and, and these guys who were they, were, they were, they just supported me, even though they weren't necessarily on a campaign staff. And I hate when I start naming names, because inevitably I forget people. But the support that I had here, you know, the encouragement of my friends at Blaze, you know, Glenn gave me 17 precious minutes on his radio program. And that, and that was the best interview ever. That I saw about 100,000 views. Yeah. And it picked up over the weekend. Like, I know our social media team that backs Chad Prather, watch Chad Page, we were pushing. And we were like, oh, my gosh, people were eating it up. It was one of your best interview yeah. away from Chad Prather's show of a, hey, I'm serious about this and I'm serious about what's happening in the yeah. state of Texas. Well, you got to think about it, Chris. And, I, and I'm so gracious, grateful for you guys. And you got to understand, too, the, just the patience that the Blaze has had with me to run this race. I mean, they could have come at me and said, no, nah, bro, you, you got a show to do. But they didn't. They gave me the freedom to do what I had to do to run in this race. Um, and so I'm thankful for the solidarity there. But, you know, when I started running this thing, I had no political collateral. I had no political clout. I had no political name. I had no political. Nobody owed me any favors. Um, there, there, there was nobody that, that was coming and saying, oh, yeah, man, thank God uh, we can now jump behind Chad Prather. That, that was never an issue. Uh, 
I didn't. I mean, the first few months of our campaign, we couldn't even get a bank to work with us to open up a checking account. Uh, you talk about taking a sip from a fire hydrant, learning on the job training, learned a ton, learned a ton. You talk about just just not knowing things, and then now you know, still don't know a lot. But man, I, I've learned a ton of stuff. And I will never, I've said this before, I'll say it again, I'll never look away from what's going on in Texas. I'm going to keep on fighting. And I do want to issue a congratulations to Greg Abbott. He won. So I'm going to congratulate him for that. Uh, I think there's some nefarious things that are going on. But the biggest problem that we have is uneducated, uninformed voters. This was a vote for more tyranny. This was a vote for more masking, a vote for more mandates, some more, more open borders. It was a vote for more spending. This was a vote for um, ignored priorities. This was, um, le this was a, a vote for bad legislation, more subsidies, um, more relationship with China, more land being sold to China. Uh, th this, was, this was a vote for Silicon Valley. It was an election that won for, um, you know, truly making Texas start to look like California and its bureaucratic ways and its overspending and its taxation. This was a vote for higher property taxes. This was a vote for an unstable energy. Grid. This was a vote for um, no sovereignty as a state. This was a vote to bow down to Washington, D.C. and the Biden administration. This was a vote that doesn't care about Texas citizens. And so I could go on with this list, but I stood in a parking lot of various polling places. We were at six of them yesterday. And every person I talked to, every single person I talked to when they walked through the parking lot, they'd give me a minute. By the time I was done with them, they said, we're going to vote for you. We're going to vote for you. Now, whether they did or not, that's between them, God, and the voting booth. But everybody said that. And I'm like, to have no more conviction when you're walking in to cast your vote. But I said all along, I said, if we have the same number turnout in a primary th that we've always had, we're going to have a problem. So normally we have about 1.8, 1.9. In the presidential years, we always have more that turn out, which is a shame because you should have more turnout for your governor race and your state elections than you do for the presidential primaries because the presidential primary is not as important as what's going on in your state. Um, what, am I, what all I'm going to say here, Chris, I'm going to get to a monologue in a minute. We're going to have to go into the B block with it but because uh, I got more. I got, I got to get off this off my chest. But we only had like 1.8, 1.9 million people show up to vote, uh, both in the early election and, and yesterday. So um, that was the problem. I said it was going to take at least 4 million. It was going to take at least 4 million primary voters to show up. But again, out of 31, people, 31 million people in the state of Texas, we can only get 1.8 to show up for a primary election. It's a damn shame, people. It's a damn shame. Um, and that's just a bad deal. A and bad Chad, deal. I want to say this because the wife was voting with me yesterday we went together and after she was done voting she said for the first time i feel like i'm voting for a real person that's awesome. not a celebrity that's awesome and i was like wow because she was like i know chad i've hung out with chad i know his convictions <laughs> they're lying to myself i'm like man that is so cool yeah that is the coolest thing and i wonder if more people that voted for the first time felt that way, and that's why they went out to vote. Yeah, I think there were, there were a lot. They, and, and so uh, True Texas Project, they tweeted this morning. They said, because of Chad, so many people got involved with Texas politics that have never cared. 
that have never gotten involved. So I'm proud of that. If that's what that 4% represents and that's what it represents, man, the Twitter trolls came out. Oh, my God. You know, ooh, you got your ass handed to you. By, okay. Um, you don't understand. You do not understand state politics. You don't understand politics. Um, you don't understand what a 4% represents. To just literally go out there and do that, with, but just by running your mouth and getting in the truck, 56,000 miles. That's how many miles have been added to my truck in the last 12 months. 56,000 miles. Um, that's just my truck. Uh, so we've, we've covered a lot of Texas. Hard work, man, but it was worth it. And I want to I mention some others, like Jeremy and Lauren Christofferson, uh, uh, um, Tony and Carrie Sanchez. I, again, I start getting into names. I forget people that are, that are a part of this thing. Jimmy and Lindsey Rogers. Um, Debbie Glenn down at Red Brick Tavern in Conroe. I mean, just tons of people. I could go on and on. And you know what it gave me? Guys, this gave me friendships I never would have had. Uh, it gave me relationships. It gave me insight. It gave me wisdom. What we do going forward, I don't know, but I guarantee I'm going to do it with sharper tools. I'm going to do it with more resolve and more wisdom because we just flat out, we just learned from what we did. So people have come up to me and they said, well, we're sorry it didn't go the way you wanted. I said, well... Abbott winning was not what I wanted, but as far as me, this was not contrary to what some morons have said. This was not a popularity contest for me. This was people say, "Oh, you're just getting rich." You don't understand. So, I my name is now well known in Texas politics, but that doesn't that doesn't do anything for you on a financial scale, or it doesn't add to your professional clout in the world of entertainment. Okay, because these same people that care about your politics, they're not coming to a live show. That's what I was going to say. Unless all those people that voted for you go to chadnew.com right now (laughs) and use promo code more Chad. Good plan. And then, hey, then I might get a little stipend from the boys. (laughs) They might decide to piss on my leg if my if it was on fire. (laughs) <laughs> but no, uh, I got more I want to say on this thing, and we're going to go a little bit deeper on it uh, with some analysis, and then I'm going to tell you how we made history last week. Uh, before, But uh, before we go to break, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you about Genucel. Let me check this out right here. Chris handed me this stuff. I use this stuff every day, man. This uh, Genucel, it's, the, uh, it's their new ultra retinol cream. Uh, dual action skin technology visibly reduces and improves the red and inflamed, even the blotchy skin. It combines the uh, hyaluronic acid and a breakthrough phytoretinol. Uh, you can smooth away your forehead, your wrinkles, your laugh lines, uh, renew and revitalize your appearance without the harsh effects and irritations of retinol. Genucel Ultra Retinol is safe for sensitive skin, provides effective hydration, skin renewing benefits for all skin types, perfect for both men and women. So if you don't see a visibly younger, clearer complexion in the mirror, you're going to get 100% of your money back, and that's guaranteed. For a limited time, you can try Genucel's Ultra Retinol free with Genucel's most popular package. Save over 60% on Genucel's top sellers right now, and get an extra 10% off when you enter my special code, WatchChad, at checkout. That's Genucel.com slash WatchChad. Genucel.com slash WatchChad. All orders upgraded to free priority shipping if you order now. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash watch Chad. com slash watch Chad. We'll be right back.
Man, oh man. All right, good stuff going on. So last week, Monday was a week ago, and I told you guys that I woke up to a Facebook ban. Facebook restriction was a seven-day restriction, and uh, we had eight days till the primary, which was yesterday. And I was restricted for no good reason. There was no good reason. So I did the normal reviews and appeals, and Facebook, through its exchange of communication, said they were going to uphold the ban. Um, enter my lawyer, Paul Davis. Now, if, if you're in Dallas-Fort Worth and you need a good attorney, let me tell you something. Uh, Paul Davis is your dude. Uh, Paul was fired on January 7th of 20, uh, 2020 for being in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. They wasn't doing anything. He was just in Washington, D.C. And his law firm fired him. So he started his own law firm, and he's, he specifically dealt with these vaccine mandates and a number of other things. But we got on the docket. We filed a lawsuit against Facebook last Thursday night, about 10 o'clock at night. Two o'clock the following day, the following day on Friday, we were in court with Facebook. Uh, we didn't think it was going to happen. Facebook ponied up. They sent their lawyer from one of the most prestigious law firms in America, in the world. And Paul proceeded to mop the floor with their ass over the issue of election interference. And we won. We won, Chris, for the first time in Texas history, somebody sued Facebook and won. I mean, that's, that's unheard of. Just doesn't happen. But we did. We won. So uh, anyway, this is good stuff. This is good stuff. We, and we're not done. We're not done. We're still going to do some more. Uh, we're going to hold our feet to the fire because this, this censorship's got to end. It's got to stop, man. But uh, I'm concerned, though. I really am concerned because, listen, I mean, look, I did that. I'm not even in office, and I, we, we were able to beat Facebook. And imagine what we could do in office. So, look, we, you know, we're still, we're still moving forward. But, folks, I, I want you to understand how important you are to this process. Stop giving up. Stop giving up and just thinking that it's just going to – if somebody – if you don't keep stepping up, let me tell you, you will always get what you've always had. And, yes, at this point, we do have to get behind Greg Abbott and make sure that Robert Francis O'Rourke doesn't become the next governor of Texas because, damn, uh, we can't do that. But here's what I want to point out to you guys, all right? So let me, let me just riff with you for a minute with a little monologue. This is something that kind of came up in my, in my head this morning as I was thinking about it, and that is the fact that the emperor has no clothes. Emperor has no clothes. You know the old fable. Uh, and the problem is that we have become uh, simple yes men to the charade of the emperor having no clothes. The average American is basically living under an illusion, a hollow kind of freedom that collapses under the slightest pressure and the kind of freedom that is that is quickly violated and eagerly swept under the rug to be forgotten you see forgotten freedom means liberty that's not simply lost it's forsaken so why would anyone in their right mind forsake and forget their freedom remember that we're also a society that now requires an alert on our automobiles dashboard to remind us to check the back seat so that we won't forget our children we're thoroughly distracted no greater immediate responsibility rests upon all the citizens of this republic than to protect the freedoms vouchsafed by the Constitution of the United States. We keep electing the worst based off of celebrity status and popularity, and then we expect the best for, from our representation. 
We have failed in our basic citizenship and civic oversight responsibilities. We have outsourced our constitutional responsibilities to the wrong people, and many are mistakenly still waiting for those same people to ride to the rescue. They're not coming to save us, folks. They're too busy hobnobbing with the world's elites and loading their pockets from insider trading. You are nothing more than a pawn that is moved around at their whim and discarded when you're no longer deemed essential or even necessary. The reason they spent the last two years calling you non-essential is because in their minds, that's exactly what you've always been. But I want to address you, the individual, you, the individual that is more than just essential, you're absolutely vital. The sovereignty of the state and nation starts at the sovereignty of the individual. But please remember that sovereignty in the individual implies and necessitates responsibility in the individual. Now, we can no longer blame our troubles on a king or a cabal of military leaders or on some distant group of wise men off on a hill somewhere. Citizens who are sovereign must share a measure of the burdens and responsibilities of governing themselves by allowing or by being coerced or forced to allow the government to take on the burdens and responsibilities of the individual. We lose our freedom and our liberty. This always leads to tyranny and the enslavement of the individual. So it's my prayer that you, the individual, are waking up to the reality that the emperor has no clothes. The emperor is a fraud. The emperor has no answers and certainly no solutions. Their rhetoric is nothing more than illusion that is used and utilized to keep you in a greater and greater state of confusion. So like the child in the fable, let's stand and individually call out the self-serving, egotistical, narcissistic, and destructive masquerade for the sham that it is. Death to tyranny, shame to the tyrant. Let's take our individual responsibility and let's change our world. Now, if you don't believe that the emperor has no clothes, then you weren't watching the State of the Union last night. The emperor has no clothes. We have a dementia patient in the Oval Office. If that's where he really is, we have a clown as a vice president, and we have a puppet as Speaker of the House. We, I, this is just a... a Truly, as uh, Glenn alluded to on his show this morning, once again, that politics is just Hollywood for ugly people. Yeah. It is. So where do in the where in the world do we really want to start? Uh, first thing I want to do is remind you that none of them wore any masks. Uh, Biden wasn't going to wear a mask. Kamala didn't wear a mask. Nancy Pelosi said, no, I'm not going to wear a mask this time. So can we first go to the burn pit clip where Nancy, somebody just pulled the wrong puppet string? Play that real quick. Faced in Afghanistan, faced many dangers. One being stationed at bases, breathing in toxic smoke Here from she burn goes. pits. Here she goes. Here she goes. I mean, what? She looked like the fly on Mike Pence's head. Right? Like, what, what is she doing? Rubbing her knuckles together. She's trying to get excited about something over burn pits. Uh, <laughs> but the uh, play that Jake Tapper clip about the masks. That's number really, two. Really uh, quite a striking sight that so few in the individuals in the chamber uh, are wearing masks. Uh, and this ma the mask rule in the House was just lifted. One might suspect for this very moment, Dana, not to be skeptic. And, and well, it was just lifted in D.C. today as well. Science. It's science, Chris. 
It was science. Now, just the other day, there was a picture of Joe Biden walking in a field all by himself with a mask on his face. And there he's trading spit with people. All over. I mean, this, um, wow. The, uh, play, the, play the clip number three, the, uh, the, the Rust Belt clip. And Sheriff Brown says it's time to bury the label Rust Belt. It's time to see the, the, what used to be called the Rust Belt become the, 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 the home of a significant resurgence of manufacturing. <laughs> wow. Um, somebody lost their place on the prompter. <laughs> the emperor has no clothes, people. I'm telling you, at some point in time, this, I mean, we got so, I mean, if you watched it, you know, this is the thing that we're putting up with and tolerating. And you have believed the lie that you're non-essential. You masked yourself. You put a diaper on your face and you put a guy like this in office, I guess, I, whatever the hell happened, but he's there now and we're tolerating this. And here they are. They're going to go out there in, in the chambers. I, I guess, as Jack, Jake Tapper says, it was lifted just for this moment, this, this historic moment when Joe Biden can come out there and forget what the F the Rust Belt is. <laughs> and you think, listen, and we're going to see, we're, gonna, we're the pawns. We are the pawns, folks. We have forsaken our freedom by because of these idiots, these idiots, idiots. Wow. Hey, listen, if you're listening, uh, I know you're sensitive about your hair loss. Got great news for you. Uh, Keeps, they got you covered. Keeps offers doctor recommended, clinically proven, research backed treatments to stop hair loss and improve hair growth. Uh, Keeps physicians are going to help you select the right products and treatments for your specific condition and hair goals. All Keeps treatment plans are delivered straight to your door at about half the cost of a traditional pharmacy. Uh, your plan comes with a full year of unlimited messaging so you can connect with your doctor about anything, anytime. So with Keeps, you're going to get the uh, quality expert care without having to visit a doctor's office or a pharmacy. And whether you're looking to prevent hair loss, stimulate hair growth, or just take better care of the hair you have. Keeps has got you covered. Hair loss stops with Keeps. So get 50% off your first order by going to keeps.com slash loss. That is K-E-E-P-S dot com slash loss. Keeps.com slash loss. Rust Belt. We'll be right back. Oh, welcome back. You think uh, things couldn't get any stupider? Uh, I think they can. What do you do when you've made a mistake, especially like a really, really big mistake? What do you do about that? Well, if you're the left, you get out the old push broom and find the nearest big rug and get busy sweeping everything under it so everybody will just forget about it. Well, the CDC recently decided that it was time to do just that by quietly changing their standards for developmental milestones in early childhood development. 
Here's a pro tip, folks. Anytime a government agency does something, quote, quietly, you need to keep your head on a swivel because some bad shit's probably just now going down. Now, the way it works is this. Up until recently, childhood development milestones were set at what 50% of children could reach. Now it's 75%. And how did they do it? Well, they did it by expanding the age range to 15 and 30-month ranges. If you like math, and why would you? <laughs> the basic idea is that they're broadening the base of the model to lower emergent negativity in the results that are being seen. Now, if all of that sounds like a lot of gobbledygook, well, it's because it is, because I want you to focus on a couple of words, emergent negativity, because that's the part that's really important here. Emergent means that something has emerged, popped up, appeared out of nowhere. So we have emergent negativity in the numbers on childhood development. Kids aren't meeting the standards as quickly as they used to. And guess when that emergence started to pop up? You're not going to believe this when I tell you, but it seems to be right about two years ago. You know, right around the time when a uh, COVID lockdown started and it looks bad. I mean, like really bad. Now, you might not think about it on a regular basis, but early childhood developmental milestones are critical to future educational success. And I mean that word educational, both inside and outside of the public education system, mostly outside of it, quite honestly. But think of the brain like a nice steak. Put a little salt and pepper on it. You pan sear both sides and then finish it in the oven over the course of about 25 years when the prefrontal, prefrontal cortex of their brain stops growing. Well, early childhood development, that's the searing part. You don't just bake the steak in the oven without that crucial first part. You got to seal in the juices, man. So now we have a situation where the lockdowns that the CDC created and uh, shares a huge chunk of the responsibility for creating uh, the, the, the this thing that is so harmful to kids. I mean, I know it's shocking, right? It's really shocking to you. But rather than own up to it and say, gee, we really didn't think that one through. Maybe maybe the steak didn't get pan seared. Instead, they're broadening the scope of the developmental milestones themselves so the numbers will fall back down to a nice presentable level. They're sweeping it under the rug, folks. They're counting on the idea that the American people will just blindly go along and completely miss what they're doing. And the sad thing is, as we've seen over and over again, they're probably right. And I mean, you really want the icing on the cake? I should probably just stick with one food metaphor. You want the A1 sauce on the meat? Now that they're broadening this thing out, there will be more referrals and more government programs, which means, of course, that more taxpayer money will be shelled out. And where does this mysterious taxpayer money come from? Well, I got bad news for you. Check your wallet. That's right. They made a colossal mistake that affected American children. They're covering it up by making a further colossal mistake that will affect more children, and they're going to get you to pay for it. These folks are freaking geniuses. And now I'm thoroughly pissed off and hungry for steak for some reason. Anyway, we got a problem, folks. Here's the thing I want you to get to. Uh, for, for those of you in the emergent negativity thing, I, I want to explain to you what's going on between Russia and Ukraine. Uh, I have been wildly silent on this because, because uh -uh, I got nothing to say here. There's some, there's some shit going on that don't nobody know. And so I haven't been saying, now, is it, is it a problem? Is it a global problem? Yeah, it is. But I haven't talked about it because I'm afraid to open my mouth about things I don't even know anything about. Now, I did say the other day, I did say the other day, 
Like, normally I have a sense of conviction about things before I start talking, Chris. This one, I don't know. There's, I said the other day, I said, you know, Zelensky, everybody's on the Zelensky bandwagon. And I said, and, you know, seems to be admirable. I said, but let's remember, he's just a comedian. Oh, man, people came at me. God, they came at me because they didn't understand the context. Because for 18 months, I've been called just a comedian. And I was trying to point out that it doesn't matter what your background is. It may be that you get the chance to do some noble things in your life, even though I think he's a corrupt piece of garbage himself. Uh, so we don't know what's going on. We've got, we've got, we got a lot of bad people going at each other is what we got. And then you have some pretty good people, because I've spent time in Ukraine. You've got some pretty good people that are caught in a crossfire. And so I don't like that. But I want to explain to those of you in the emergent negativity crowd, those, those who just can't catch up, What's you know what? I got a better idea. I'm going to let Vice President Kamala Harris explain it to you. Here's what's happening with Russia and Ukraine. Play it. If you're watching any level of news, even social media, you're seeing everything that's going on right now in the Ukraine. Break it down in layman's terms for people who don't understand what's going on and how can this directly affect the people of the United States. So Ukraine is a country in Europe. Yeah. It exists next to another country called Russia. Yeah. Russia is a bigger country. Russia is a powerful country. Yeah. Russia decided to invade a smaller country called Ukraine. Yeah. So basically that's wrong. Huh? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Boy, you talk about Golly. <laughs> that wasn't layman's terms. That was kindergarten level. Like that was LMNOP right there. That was that is the vice president of the United States. There, I mean, she just got back from over there. She was like boots on the ground in Poland or wherever the hell she was talking her stuff. And that was her that was her <laughs> explanation of what's happening between Russia and Ukraine. Gonna really break it down for you folks right here. So we got a big nation, we got a little nation, big nation, gonna invade the little nation. They live next to each other. And there's a problem. Thanks for the analysis, Kamala. Wow, Chris. Wow. Oh, mercy. Hey, if the last two things have taught us anything, you got to take control of your own health. I love Z-Stack. Where's my Z-Stack? There it is right there. Uh, you can't simply rely on the government or Big Pharma to protect you or your family. That's where it comes in with Z-Stack. Z-Stack specifically and specially formulated immune-boosting supplement that includes zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, and vitamin D. It's stuff I was taking a handful of every day, and I can just take right here in one capsule. Formulated by Dr. Vladimir Zelenko, the world-renowned doctor that President Trump credited with a successful early treatment protocol and his decision to take hydroxychloroquine. Z-Stack has been scientifically formulated. It's kosher, it's GMP certified, and it's produced right here in the USA. So I love this stuff. It makes it a whole lot easier. I hate swallowing a whole bunch of pills so it feels like I'm eating a meal. This makes it easier. You get everything you need. By taking Z-Stack daily, you are supercharging your immune system. Z-Stack formulated to help combat any and all variants as well as the flu so i encourage you start taking it now don't wait for some kind of symptom to pop up stay ahead of the potential future variants by preparing your immune system by ordering z-stack you're going to become a part of the z family you're going to receive exclusive updates from dr Zelenko on this pandemic go to zstacklife.com slash chad enter promo code chad i spell it chad to get a small discount off your first order that's zstacklife.com slash chad use promo code chad we'll be right back
Hey, before I go any further, I got to wish everybody today a happy Texas Independence Day, uh, March 2nd. And uh, God bless Texas. God bless Texas, man. Um, we got an interesting road ahead of us. We really, really do. And I do. I, I have to go back again. I got to say, you know, the, Allison and Sarah and and uh, Texas Freedom Coalition and just so many different folks out there that just helped me along the way. I got this message. This this is one that popped up on social media. Just came in on Facebook. It says, uh, you have been brilliant with your propaganda in promoting your business and image. Anyone with two brain cells, including you, knew you had zero chance at winning the governor's office, but you are financially much better off than you were before your attempt at politics. Kudos to you. There you go. So let's see. My business right now, I'm gonna let's see. Uh oh. I got logged out of the app here. Um the uh, can't open my app. I was gonna show you. I've made a hundred my business my apparel business has made $127 today <laughs> uh, versus, I'm not going to say how much one year ago, but uh, no, um, actually, we're making zero money. <laughs> I was going to say, can you share some with me and Mark? We're, we're making zero money uh, at this stage in the game. And uh, yeah, so there you go. I'm, I'm going to tell you, because I just updated the thing right here. We have made today... $208. $208, folks. And don't forget, we have employees to pay. We have employees to pay. Guess who's going to pay them? Hi, this guy right here. Um, guess who's been paying them? Still this guy right here. Uh, and again, we haven't been making money because we took business and we set it aside. So we'll see. We'll see. But never you fear. Chad will be okay chat will be okay you know why because i have a work ethic and uh so but the idea that we use this to manipulate uh somebody that's just stupid i mean or, or that we just did it to grow business that's that's stupid uh anyway good stuff good stuff uh but folks listen you don't have to wear masks anymore that's good i mean that was proven last night at the state of the union talk about propaganda uh, and let's listen to Nancy Pelosi's own words as to why she wasn't going to wear a mask. Play the clip. The CDC mask guidance, of course, changed last week today. D.C. officially lifted its indoor mask guidance. Are you going to be wearing a mask tonight? No, I'm not going to be wearing a mask tonight. If I had little children or if I were around little grandchildren, I would because huh? some of them would not be vaccinated. Or if I were around a person or were a person with a, a pre some kind of a condition that would make me susceptible to it. So I think people have to use their judgment about it. But I do think um, that it, if people make their own judgment, I make my own judgment that I won't be wearing a mask tonight. <laughs> Chad, did you Big realize that you having your little fist together? She just found personal freedom. She <laughs> just it, found it. It's your preference. It's your judgment call. It's your choice. It's your freedom. Wow, that's amazing to me. I mean, it's almost like by saying that for the last two years, uh, we've been called fascists and we hate grandma. Look at my shirt right here, freedom over fear. <laughs> Do you know that they wouldn't even let me post an ad with this particular shirt a couple of months ago because they said this was, this was promoting medical misinformation? 
That was what that was the official statement from Facebook. Medical misinformation can't do it. Freedom over fear. It, what that doesn't say anything about anything. It says don't be afraid. Amazing. But Nancy just told you no. But she's gonna be around children, which by the way, children don't get it. Children don't get it. And she's what? She said, Oh, if I was around somebody that's basically immunocompromised, you're sitting three feet behind Joe Biden. That guy's 138 years old. I come on. We've been duped, man. This was the biggest propaganda garbage. Ah, it's funny. Um <laughs> There you go, Chris, uh, clown world. But you don't have to wear the masks anymore. I mean, you, it's up to you. You got freedom. Nancy Pelosi just gave it to you. She just determined it. Uh, do we have a TikTok? No TikTok? Okay. want to make sure. Play that, uh, play that very first clip that's on the list there about uh, Joy Reid. So the hits he didn't take, I found interesting. Yep. He had an opportunity, as you said earlier, Nicole, to take a really solid hit at Republicans for having supported Vladimir Putin. He didn't take it. Um, this is one he year. He didn't even hint at it. You he didn't, didn't hint at it. There's a, there's a way no. to do that in a way that doesn't name names, but Correct. that does shame the people who have held that position. That's right. He steered clear. He is a much higher-minded person than all of us who said he should do. <laughs> that he should do. Yeah. Correct. He did not mention the January 6th insurrection. Because if you want to talk about a profound hit to yeah. our democracy there's nothing more profound than a violent physical attack on the very building he's standing in that did not make it into the speech i found that interesting yeah. the one place that biden felt comfortable attacking republicans was on tax cuts yeah. was on the tax cuts for the rich because that to your point chris is widely popular Meat to say potatoes. that the rich should be paying more taxes so he didn't take the hits that i think were kind of obvious in a speech that was fundamentally about protecting democracy but that is who he is Man, there's a lot of unmasked people in each other's face. Um, did you catch the phrase in there? She said, he is of a higher mind than us. Wow. I got to tell you, I'm not sure what planet these folks live on, but I'm not on it. I'm not on it. Um, hmm. So basically, Joy Reid's analysis is he should have been taking shots at Republicans. Because that's what we, that's where we are as Americans. We got to make sure we're taking shots at Republicans. This isn't uh, this isn't shock jock tabloid television, Joy. This was the State of the Union address. The State of the Union is typically what the president utilizes to get his message back on track. So, so if they've kind of gone off the rails with policy or bad decisions or whatever, you try to steer it back. Typically by just blasting the other party. Um, that's not, and look, I didn't like it when Donald Trump did it either. It, you, that's just not a good way to navigate your way back. The difference between Joe Biden and Donald Trump is Donald Trump's numbers bore under, bore up uh, some pretty big successes. Joe Biden, dismal failure, like 30% approval rating, dismal failure. And again, he was talking to the old folks home because that's all we've got that can lead our country anymore. Y'all hang tight. We'll be right back. Well, let me just tell you, um, I'm, I'm looking at all the shows I have coming up because, uh, you know, I just I just did this for propaganda to get my name out there bigger. Um, let's see. Yeah, I don't have one until April 29th. 
Dosey Does in the Woodlands, Texas. Dosey Do, we're back there. But yeah, I get to be uh, unemployed for another two months, um, March and April, before I get to go back to work. Hey, Chad Nude is where I want you to go. ChadNude.com. I want you to sign up. I want you to use promo code MORE Chad. Okay. Let's do some overtime. It's coming. Be prepared. We're going to get with it. We'll see you tomorrow night. Get off the rails. I love you. God bless you. We'll talk to you then. Bye.